Scoopy gang, Scoopy gang. Welcome to the new week. And I'm TJ. We have Mr. Lee. And we have a very famous guest, Lawrence famous. Benson. But Lawrence Benson, what's up, guys? What's happening, brother? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, driving through the horrendous rain to get here. <laughs> but we can't leave that out. Anything to get here. I mean, uh, through tsunamis, through hurricanes, <laughs> I'm here. How, how do you feel after coming back? From, you went back to England, right? I went back to England, yes, for four months. Yeah. Um, cold and miserable. Bit like how it is today here in Bali. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same when I was having coffee this morning. I'm like, oh, that's a bit of taste at home. Yeah, I mean, it gives you an excuse to work. That's the main thing. And I feel good right now, out of the rain and in a podcast studio with you guys, about to make some magic happen. I, I heard that uh, from George uh, that one of your friends actually uh, motivated you to start into making videos. Uh, I got quite loads of people who inspired me to make videos. Um, who, who in particular, George or... And, and no, not the George. Guy. Okay, your friend. I, I, I'm not sure who he is. So there's a guy called David Allen TV. Okay. Maybe you know him. He always goes on to Ch Changu Beach giving out Indonesian food. Oh, no. So I... he, I used to play football with him. He gave me Indonesian food once, went on his YouTube, and it got like 2 million views. And I was like, wow, that's insane. So he was, he's like my, my main inspiration. There's a couple of other YouTubers who I look up to. Yeah. If you're like, uh, Los LeBlanc, maybe you know him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, watch a lot of his videos. Yeah, yeah we, well, I mean, I watched every video before yeah. I got here. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So that was like my main, my main inspirations to be here. Yeah, I think we texted him and we didn't get it. Yeah, in the, in the very early days, yeah. we were like, well, I'll take a shot in the dark and yeah. see. I mean, try, try again. I mean, <laughs> I mean you've had, you had George right? on, so. <laughs> yeah. So what made you to go into food? Like, I, I mean, everybody does videos, right? So... And you, uh, you come from England and you traveled here. What was your idea like? Well, I love food. Yeah. I love eating. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> eating food and video, which is another strength of mine. I mean, make a food in um, make a food YouTube channel. Food YouTube channel. Well, it starts off with TikTok, actually. Yeah. And it was uh, slightly coincidental. I was learning Bahasa because I was planning to live here full time. And the subject was actually food. And I said to my tutor, hey, could, could you record me on my phone trying gado gado, a popular Indonesian dish? She said, yes, yeah, sure. Filmed me. I made a little video reviewing it to what I learned in that lesson. Put it on TikTok. This is, yeah, exactly two years ago. And it just blew up. Got like 50,000 50, views in like two days. I was like, wow, this is insane. And I started eating spicy noodles and it just snowballed into a YouTube channel and uh, partnerships with Grab and Instagram and like building on all platforms. And now being sat here on, on the Scoopy podcast. Nice. So the million dollar question, what's your favorite, favorite dish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, the one I have, one dish I have every single day is nasi goreng and rendang, of course. Okay. Um, but my favorite, I would probably say, if it's authentic, uh, tongseng kambing. It's like a, a soup from Jakarta. Like a like a chicken soup or what? It's it can have chicken. Kambing is actually goat, so it's tongseng goat. Is it like the yellow thing it has on top of it, or is it like no? That's another. That's sort of batawi. <laughs> that's okay. a different dish. Uh, it's this is like it's just a very delicious soup, which is a bit thick and has goat meat, and you have it with rice and it's inak sekali. Really yeah, very delicious. good. Yeah, Enoch is very good, right? Enoch is delicious. Enoch Sekali is the most delicious. Most delicious. I would probably try it, but then when I hear it's goat, I'd probably be yeah. a bit like, ooh. Oh, really? <laughs> Have you ever had goat? I've yeah. never had it, no. It's so tasty. But I think it I think it comes back to the way, like, what you're brought up on eating. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you're kind of like, oh, well, I never ate that when I was a kid, but my mom and dad, so that's... No, every time I eat goat, I, he won't sit near me. He just leaves. <laughs> yeah, but mutton, mutton and goat is different, right? It's the same. 
Mutton. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. What part of India are you from, by the way? I'm from South, South India. Like Kerala, Goa. Uh, Andhra. Andhra. Uh, it's Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Okay. Yeah. Is that near Kumbhakar or Bangalore? Oh, from Bangalore, it's like four, four hours. Bangalore. Yeah, I think it's six hours from Bangalore. Okay. Just to go off topic, my grandparents met on a boat to India from the UK, and then they lived in India for the first twenty years of their life. Well. Um, the first 20 years of them being married, and we had a tea plantation factory in um, in a place called Uti. Uti, the, yeah, up, up in the I know Uti. Yeah, it's right near where I live. Right, actually. Oh, really? I mean, not anymore. Yeah, I haven't been to beautiful country. area. Yeah, it's very, it's very. Had a tea plantation factory there, and then I went there four years ago, no, five years ago now, with my father to to visit it, and it was incredible. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's like a cloudy yeah, yeah. top. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And there's like a gentleman's up club, uh, gentleman's club there called the Uti Club, and we have like it's like fine dining and it's just incredible up there. I heard you you have a brain of food library in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an encyclopedia yeah. of food. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to Indonesian food, yes, I know quite a lot. But I mean, put me into India or Poland, then not at all. I mean, I'm not good either. <laughs> okay. India, I, mean, but... I know a lot of Indonesian food. So, like, how is there any horror stories eating food? Any horror stories? Yeah, like. Because I mean, of course, we are like we're Western people. Like, come here and like. Okay, if you for me this was good, but in other people's eyes, this would be horrible. So I used to I started my TikTok career by eating spicy noodles. Yeah. So I'm really I used to be really bad with spice, and I used to eat like samyang or uh, spicy noodles all the time. And when I would eat it, I'd purposely film myself eating it because I'd be crying on camera, and I'd always jump into like a swimming pool or go, jump into a bathtub. You know, to make it funny. So <laughs> I, that is kind of horror story. <laughs> but I was also making content. It was funny. Hey, we could do it in the puddle of water after. If you've got some spicy noodles, I'm sure they've got some in the cafe. I mean, just give me, give me a bite or two. and oh, I'll <laughs> But I'm really wet as it is. From, from driving here. Because That's... a lot of people get Bali belly, of course, just because I don't know what is it is. I think people get Bali belly because... They're not, their stomachs aren't, mainly because they're not used to Indonesian food. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't think they're ordering from the right places. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got, having, having lived here for a while, um, you get to know what are the good places to visit. So if you're a bullet and you're watching this, go on to Grab App. This is just a quick plug. There's an Enac section by Lawrence Benson there where I've selected my top 150 restaurants in Bali where you won't get food poisoning from. Okay. And if you're from outside of Bali, get to Bali and do exactly what Lawrence said. Exactly. <laughs> so here's one that I've seen a lot of recently. And you're just talking about spice and food and TikTok. Is this, um, is it called a hot chip? Hot it looks chip? like a Dorito, like a... Nugget? Of a hot chip, um, ghost pepper. It comes it in the box and you've got box. a... Uh, oh. Black or red box and you've got to wear a glove. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, no, this looks extreme. Like a Big Shack, done it on... Um, hot ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's I, on I, hot ones as well. I think it's called a hot chip. Okay. Well, you're not going to get me to do it, that's for sure. But I mean, that, <laughs> No, me neither. I, I, I try to avoid really spicy stuff now. Really? I mean, there was a famous case, most famous Indonesian YouTuber called Tanboy Kun. Okay. Maybe you know him. Mm. He does Indonesian food videos as well. 
So he gave a spicy, I think it might have, might have been a hot, yeah, a hot chip to his, to his mates. And then two of them got hospitalized. Shit. And that story went viral on all the newspapers, magazines, and he had to stop, stop his YouTube for, for a couple of weeks after that. Oh, so, you know, you've just got to be careful on what you give because you need to taste it first to give it to somebody else, right? What, myself? Do, do you try it before taste it before you give it to someone else? It depends. Um, I'd say a third of the time I haven't tried it. Okay. I only try it after the, the guest tries it because I don't want there to be any, you know, preconceptions or me saying, oh, this is a tasty dish. I just want it to be completely neutral and I'm giving their honest opinion. And I don't even reveal what the food is, like what the meat is. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of the videos. I've seen some of the people that uh, have been on it too. Yeah, some good guests. Yeah, on. some yeah. really fucking good guests. Yeah, I'd love to get you guys on soon if if you're up for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lawrence is going to be like, today we have the hot chip. Make sure I lock the door so you can't run away. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, well, we are free before, uh, like I said, August first. Or I, uh, I mean, you can get him on if you want. Uh, okay. By himself because I won't be free after first because I'm going to India. Uh, okay, you on, go on the first. Uh, first, yeah. Okay, I'm free before that. We're you know, we can do both if you want. Sure, I mean, I'll book it in. Yeah, just yeah. so you can't run away and escape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hot chip. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before you started all this YouTube channel, you were what you was what were you doing? So I so I've been doing YouTube actually since 2010. Okay. No, 2009. I used to play a game called RuneScape. I don't okay. know if you've heard. Yes, of it. if my brother's <laughs> listening to this. He's still playing it. He's still playing. He's still, he literally still a thing now. Yeah, it came. There was a new one, and then he went back to play the old RuneScape. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and he used to uh, <laughs> build up your levels and collect all the firewood, and That's then it. try and sell it in the. That's it. Yeah, man. <laughs> that used to be a game. That was quality. Right. That was my life. I mean, I didn't do very well in school, but I did very well in RuneScape, and I was doing well on YouTube back back then, in 2009. Before all my friends found out, I was playing it and making videos on YouTube. <laughs> No way. I mean, that was so embarrassing and I quit, I quit. I deleted every video. Okay. Really? But it meant I was really inspired to get into videos and films and TV. And I ended up going to film school. Went there for three years, graduated, started working in corporates in England, traveling around. That's when I went, that's when I went to India for the first time. And then I went back and, and then I was like, I need to move to Bali. I mean, I, I went, I came here for holiday for twice and I was like, I need to live here. Okay. So I went back here during COVID and was making like, uh, editing projects from my clients from back home and then that's when it when I started doing Indonesian food and that's become like a you know so what what made it be Bali I mean you've got Thai Thai's a well-renowned cuisine uh, why did I choose Bali yeah. I chose Bali because of a freedom okay I felt like I was most myself here compared to anywhere else I've been to in the world like everywhere else I've got to pretend like I'm maybe someone or like I'm some sort of videographer or yeah, yeah. you know here I can just be completely myself got a good group of friends here people are super you know what everyone says people nice. it's very welcoming yeah. and friendly it's that and i just i just you know i just feel my best here i feel like a 10 out of 10 every single day you think that's the thing about like every person you ask why bali everybody has different story it's it's so amazing i don't know why and everybody feels this place is a home absolutely yeah. have you guys got any like stories about why you what made you move, want to live here like, has there been a, like a single point in your... Yeah. For living? me, it was COVID. COVID. For me, okay. it was COVID. And along with that was a breakup. And I knew coming to Bali, I'd been here eight years ago, but after leaving Australia, so I didn't see any of it. I seen Legion Street and Kuda. So I just partied for two weeks. So then I knew coming back here that it has a massive like fitness vibe in Chengdu. Uh, I knew the food was decent. 
and the people are going to be nice and meet similar minded people so you could come out here and be completely yourself with very 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 little judgment whereas back home it's kind of like what do you mean you're doing that nobody <laughs> does that whereas over here it's kind of like you do you if you're happy go for it so that's why i moved here and i mean i don't really see myself heading off anywhere i don't see really why yeah, yeah. You're, you're from ireland right ireland yep yeah. Imagine going back home and, and doing a podcast at home. I mean, <laughs> people are be like, oh, what are you doing? Trying to be the next Joe Rogan or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here wish. it was like, yeah, this is so cool. I would love to get involved. It'd be like a wish version of Joe Rogan back <laughs> home. <laughs> they, even then, in, in the beginning also, probably people said like, oh, what, do you, what the fuck you guys are doing? You know? I mean, the reason here is to, we always thought like when we started early, everybody supported us. So like a lot of the people here. If we are done, like like you said, if you are done in a different country, you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you think you are? But, I mean, even when I started doing Indonesian food videos, some I could tell people just found it funny. Mm. I mean, found it funny by like laughing at me, but I, I honestly didn't mind. I yeah. and then I made a couple more videos, and it was like so cool. And then and I started getting on board. How did you feel watching your own videos in the beginning? How did I feel? I felt I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I loved I loved watching myself make a fool out of myself. Because <laughs> I used to, I used to also work with a lot of YouTubers, and that's what they do best. They just have a, put on put on a camera and just do funny, funny shit. And it's like I love that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I want to, I want to be myself. I want to just, you know, uh, jump into swimming pools. I just want to just be myself, have fun, and so, and maybe make a living from it. And and now it's, it's and now you know it's it's happening. Yeah. So. And thank God for TikTok. I mean, you could, it's the only platform in the world where you can like really blow up straight away. I think, yeah, if you have a good video, it will automatically blow yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're, if you are confident it's a good video, that's the main thing. You put, I, there's not a single time where I've posted a video and I've been like, oh, I'm not sure if it's going to do well. If it, if it, if that's happened, then I wouldn't upload it. Really? So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're like, you go by gut feeling. Um, gut feeling, but also I, I know like what makes a good video. Cause I used to work in TV and film and, um, I've been making videos my whole, for the past 14 years. Um, cool. But yeah, it comes to gut feeling. That's the main thing. It's yeah. like a lot of the time I show my friends, hey, do you mind watching this video? Is it funny? Hmm. Is it just me that finds it funny or do you find it funny? And having honest friends who can critique your work is really important. They're really important. And just say, yeah, this is, gonna, this is good. And I'll, I'll ask them, would you hit the like button? And if they say yes, and I post it, if they say, oh, I'm not sure, then I won't post it. Well, I'll, I'll tweak it. But so, then there's also the other side of that where you have to be able to take that criticism too. You also know? that because a lot of people yeah. don't understand yeah maybe not especially in like the you know the, the the area which i'm making videos in people don't understand what this food is or mm -hmm. you know but i'm trying my goal right now is to make videos where everyone in the world can understand what this dish is and try to describe it in in a in a way where everyone can understand it in terms of how it tastes or you know the texture of it and if it's like good food or bad food so. have you any plans of cooking the food before you do it or like <laughs> i used to cook i used yeah? to cook um not not like, only like nasi goreng and a bit okay. of rendang but now i'm actually launching my own cooking cooking premium show so really? this is going to go on my website and it's like there's a monthly subscription and then every single time i post a video on my instagram or tiktok you can actually learn how to cook that same dish where an, a professional chef teaches me how to make that food so it's like oh, a four-minute cool. high-production, like Gordon Ramsay-esque styled video. Nice, cool. So that's like the next step in monetization. I'll be watching that to learn how to cook <laughs> it. <laughs> you got to, to pay first. <laughs> I, mean, that's I might give you a, a free trial if, you <laughs> <laughs> if you're nice to me today. I might. <laughs> you don't make me jump in that puddle. <laughs> so, uh, what is like next impressions of what do you want to become? 
what, not oh. other than this uh, what do i want to become no yeah i mean like <laughs> i mean every 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 goal like every time you reach some goal you have an upper level to it right so for sure i think my next step is is really is wanting to work with charities so i will currently work with uh field of rescue 2000 Recently. Oh, we heard about it from Janet. You know Janet? Yes. Janet. Oh, Janet. She was on the show. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff with them. You know, they build houses, and I want to make creative videos with them where we go to like small villages and try their traditional food, and maybe I'll get get their food and bring it back to the studio for our guests to try. And really doing more crossover stuff of charities here and giving back to not just people in Bali but around Indonesia. So I think that's the that's when that's like the ultimate goal for me in Indonesia. So I I always has this like question like why Indonesia has not lot of breakfast items. <laughs> <laughs> But I've been wondering that same thing the whole time I've been here. Like they <laughs> they they eat the same thing morning, evening and afternoon like I mean they just love their nasi here, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I know I couldn't do it for breakfast though. Yeah. I couldn't do nasi goreng for breakfast. No, yeah, can't. No, like I mean, me. I'm from India, right? So we love eating rice, but we have a lot of breakfast items. So I'm like, here is like a very simple thing, like fried banana. I mean, there there, there should be a lot of it. I'm not sure. I I talked to so many people. Nobody really told me this is like well, we have a breakfast different items. Yeah, I mean, they have more curry dishes for breakfast here than they do in India, yeah. which just doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I mean, like when I was traveling through Java, I've done it a couple of times. All I had for breakfast was McDonald's. I had McDonald's every single morning, and for like month and a half, I've I've been in Java, really? just because there's no other there's no other options. Have you tried the JFC? Oh, I've, yeah. I've tried JFC. That's yeah, pretty good, man. It, it, I See, mean, everyone everyone gives it a bad name, but I mean, I've had it. I had it recently, and I was like, oh, yeah, nice. this is just as good as KFC. Yeah. <laughs> Have you I, tried the I am Gaprek? Oh no, you uh, like I, I tried Gaprek, but it's yeah. so spicy. Ooh, it's this too much. stuff would blow your head off. <laughs> it was from so JFC, spicy, yeah. man. From JFC, we we one time we we ordered uh, four. Yeah, you ordered four. Yeah. Two and two. And <laughs> did we eat four? You had two. I had two, and I was like, got to the second. One, I'm like trying to scrape this stuff <laughs> off. <I'm> like, <laughs> no, I just fucking crying and eating the shit. Like, <laughs> I'm the exact same. Sweating. I can't eat it. But do, do you know why it's called Gaprek? No. Gaprek means smash in Indonesia. Yeah. Like, so what we do is we get some chicken. They sm- they put some chilies on top and we just smash it. They smash the chilies inside, and that's why it's so spicy. Not just on the top, but it's like inside the chicken as well. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be doing it again. It was an experience, we'll say. But I don't know. Most of the stuff there is really good. Yeah. Especially if it's been sitting there for a while. <laughs> and there's no like the grease is dried out of it. Especially if we're sitting there for a while, it's like a pizza. No, I mean you know when you get like a, a bucket out of KFC back home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like freshly cooked, and it's like there's a lot of oil and grease and stuff. But if it's been there for a little bit, it's oh, kind of dried you, out. Yeah, yeah. So much better. So you do? Do you prefer Indonesian KFC or KFC back at home? I wouldn't have had a lot of it back home, to to be honest. But um, I like it here because it's quick, it's easy, it's on the same road we live. So sometimes I'll get my two nasi gorengs at the side of the road, and I'm like, oh, I'm still hungry, so I'll go and I'll get something else. Nice, nice. So, you yeah. did the chicken nugget things recently. Yeah, cancelor. Is yeah. it the same thing or a JFC or like? Um, it's different. So this is actually a new crisp. It just came out. It's a new crispy chicken chicken nugget. And they actually asked me to make it into a caprek. So we, in the video, we smashed the. Oh, like sandbar. a sauce there, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's similar, but it's really tasty. And I mean, you can get it. You can actually go to Pepito now and and pick it up from a frozen section, cook it at home yourself. Really? We we cooked it in the in the cafe next Do, door. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do they use any special sauce or like it's the same thing as like Western world? Cooks? Um, 
it's just just comes from the sambal. Yeah. The sambal is where all the flavor comes from. And you know you can get sambal which isn't spicy. There's different. There's hundreds of different sambals around in, in Indonesia, and lots of them come in different um, uh, spice levels. So I only go for the agak pedas, which means l- little spice. So okay. that's what I go to. So that's why I can handle it. You know, at the sambal, I like uh, onions and uh, chili. And it's like a chili sauce on top of it. It looks like a, I don't know. How, is it purple what, or is it red? What sorry? The, the sauce is it? What color is it? There is no sauce. It's like onions and it's like a chili and it's like mixed with a garlic or something. Sambal matter. Yeah, purple yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I, I I like that so much is because I, it taste, gives me onion taste and like nice. yeah, I like the onion. But it's the least spicy one. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't really look at the food long enough. I'm just like I don't speak when I eat. I'm like. Fair enough, because it tastes eat. so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, or sometimes I leave it too late, and you know when you're like, you've gone past the stage of hungry where we don't talk anymore, and you're just like, <laughs> I need food. That he finishes any any time we eat food, and he is the first one to finish it. Oh really? Yeah. Where, where do you guys normally go? We go on the roadside. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know sixty nine slam, but it's really really good. And yeah. what what did you order normally from there? Nasi Two nasi goreng. Nasi goreng, just Two. nasi goreng or with ayam or yeah, am, oh yeah, yeah. nasi goreng yeah. ayam, yeah. Nice. And just and go they there have after the chat. there. We've, oh, we also got the, uh, back, no, martabak is my favorite Indonesian dish. Really? But really? it's so bad for you that I don't eat it. Yeah, because it's so much oil, <laughs> man. It's he just keeps doing the oil eh, over and over again. It's awful for you. Yeah. But it's so lemon good. I don't think, I, I think we tried that. Uh, I don't think I like it though. No, he he is like, it's too much oil. It's not for me. Yeah. But did, did you go for the sweet one or savory? No idea. Because there's martabak manis, which is the sweet one, martabak, um, which is martabak, which is the savory one. Mm, I, I always tried the egg one. The egg one? Yeah, like a matabak with an egg. Oh, that's the same. Mate, you need to try the manis one. Okay. okay. The no. See, the names we don't know. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm, I'm going to get you guys in before the 1st of February, and I'm 100%, 100% going to introduce to you matabak manis kachang chocolate. It is... Oh, with the oh, Nutella okay. or chocolate in it, like sprinkles of chocolate, is the same Shh, thing. He's giving us a good dish. <laughs> That's one of the variants, but there's like a it's like a shampoo of stuff inside this motor bag. Okay, it's because, ten out of ten. Because I heard you get four thousand calories from it. <laughs> so yeah. Probably yes. I was like, I should eat that shit like to get big. Yeah, but it's all it's empty just, calories. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it's just gonna build here. It's not gonna build anything here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few things there. There's got the the little fish place. It's got the chicken soup place. Oh yeah, they have chicken soup also. It's like a three cards. One card is right here. One is in the middle, nasi goreng one, and that one in. And that oh, corner. so you guys are going into like a proper Indonesian local place? Oh yeah, oh, we, well, it's literally we, just set up beside the road. You sit in the small chairs like you would in. We we're school. not bule like we're proper like local. We like to learn a language and we like to hang out with local people. And we always spend eat outside and like uh, warungs and all that. Uh, Epic. I mean, that's how you see them into travel. That's that, awesome. That's the best way to experience Bali. Because when you turn up, like it's, you kind of look twice when you see other like a uh, tourist there. It's like, how did you find this spot? <laughs> and it's all the other people are local. And you will always strike up a conversation with some of them. And they're interested where you're from. You're interested where they're from. 100%. And you just bond over Nasi Goreng. It's, you it's know, great. We're, we're not kidding. Like, our friends ask, like, you have, I, how do you guys, like, have more local friends? I'm like, we just talk to them and we interact with them. And you make friends with the locals just through eating? You don't play, like, sports or anything with them? Or, oh, you know? no, no, not no. sports. Like, coffee or, like, uh, eating food. Oh, so I mean, yeah, you meet yeah. them at the gym. You meet yeah. them at coffee. Um, we go camping with our, with our now Bali family. Yeah. Epic. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great. 
I mean, congratulations. Yeah, nice. <laughs> a round of applause for you guys. There, <laughs> there needs to be more tourists that, that do that here. Because a lot of people just... Okay, one of the main things which I'm trying to achieve is bridging the gap between the locals and the foreigners. Yeah. And the best way I found is through food. Uh, as you're saying, like you yeah. go to like a, a warong and you can chat to the locals. So I mean, it's like you, you give foreigners Indonesian food that mm-hmm. a lot of the time you can only find in like specific regions in Indonesia and they talk about it and they review it. That's what Indonesians love to see. And, you know, hopefully hope in the future when there's more restaurants that sell these dishes, there'll be more foreigners there and, you know, interacting with, with locals. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to bring some snacks from uh, from England. And get some of the locals to try that. That's, what, that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I need to get some yeah. pine bottles in. Actually, apparently that's trending right now. Who in the world is doing that? He's, he's getting um, Australian pie and asking people to, yeah. like local people, try yeah, it. No, yeah, it's a good concept. It's yeah. a good concept. Because yeah. um, then you get views from both sides. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so you be, you traveled everywhere in Bali, uh, Indonesia or only in Bali? Uh, been around, yeah, Bali, of course, Sumatra, Java. I've been to Raja Ampat. Have you heard of Raja Ampat? That's like the most beautiful part of... Somebody actually recommended in uh, one of the... We asked uh, who in the world, where, where is the best places to go? And he was telling about Java and a uh, uh, couple Ampat. of other places. Somebody recommended on the comments saying Raja Ampat. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But it's, I went during COVID, fortunately, when it was much cheaper. But now it's about four times the price. Okay. And what, what is this? Sorry? It's a... Raja Ampat is a... It's a UNESCO site. Okay. In near Papua, have you heard of Papua? Oh yeah, it's like really f- far east Indonesia. Yeah, um, and then they've got a protected area where it's famous for diving, and you just got you and your friends go on a boat, and then you can you spend like two weeks there exploring the islands. And what's great about it is that tourists you aren't really allowed to go, you aren't allowed to go there because it's so far away. It's also protected, and it's just like you and your friends in the middle of the ocean. And it's like the clearest water you wow. can imagine, really? but but it is it's it's expensive to go, mm. which is why very few tourists do go. And so it's a nightmare to get there. It's like twenty hours to to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to fly to Jakarta, then Jakarta to Makassar, from Makassar to Papua, and take two boats. And but it's worth it. When you get there, it's worth it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> next level. So I mean, the the food like is it the food same as Bali to everywhere else in Indonesia or it's different? Completely, different, completely different. Completely different. It's like it's like comparing like French food to Italian food almost. Yeah. Um, Bali is actually Hindu, so the most famous dishes are like babi galing and dishes that include a lot of pork. Yeah. But you go outside of Bali to like Java, for example, the neighboring island, and it's ninety percent Islam. It's, okay. So you, you can't find it and you Anything, can find very yeah. little babi. But yeah, that's why I love you know, trying Indonesian cuisine because it's so varied everywhere you go. And a lot of it's like Chinese influence or Malaysian influence, in, even Indian influenced. Yeah. So they it's like, it's like a mixture fuse. of all three, which yeah. is great. They try to fusion it up. Like uh, there is one warung in the Java fusion or something on the Badabalang Road. It's called Java fusion? I, I'm, I'm, okay. I hope I'm not wrong, but it's, uh, it's called, uh, it's right uh, next to uh, Moon uh, Billabong. Right next to Billabong, I think. It's, okay, it's on is, the it, right is side. it opposite Motion Cafe? I think so. That yeah. one, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah that's the same area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because uh, they they have fusion Indonesian food. It's a uh, mix with uh, all the uh, Western food and Indonesia combined together. Ah, smart, yeah. smart, smart. There are a lot of people go there. I mean, we only been there once, I think, in the beginning. Yeah, very early days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're one of the OGs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been like what year almost? Like no. ten months. Eight months. So you've been living here for about a year now. In yeah. yeah. Well, eight right. months. And you moved here same time or? Ten days w- apart. Yeah. yeah, he was a week before, a week or ten days before. And yeah. you didn't know each other? Or- no. no. 
We met here. So came, you, you guys completely just met solo. here. Yeah. yeah. And completely you solo. became good friends and you just ended up starting a podcast together. Yeah, yeah there was a group of us, a uh, group of five of us. Yeah. And then they went their separate ways. Some went to Vietnam, some went to America and me and TJ stayed. Originally, we were going to go to Vietnam. We we're going to buy a couple of motorbikes and do a road trip and podcast along Hadjang the way. Loop. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, oh, maybe we'll better just stay here, here and grow it because of, we thought if we start doing the road trip and uh, if it's going to go up or not, then I'm like, okay, it's, it's people here, people support here. Let's stay here and try and work it up. So well, you guys are doing a very good job. I mean, thank you. Keep it up. Have you heard of a Lost Boys? The Lost Boys. Have you Is heard it of a song or no? Song no, <laughs> it looks like a like a song cover or. So the Lost Boys are two two bullies that live that live here, and they they started off about two years ago, and it was a group of five. It was a group of five of them, and then three of the friends went off traveling, and it was just them two, and then they they just carried on the Lost Boys YouTube channel, and now they're on like a hundred. Over a hundred and something thousand subscribers on YouTube. They're absolutely killing it. Wow. I mean, they're getting insane views. They're probably, in terms of uh, an Indonesian's connection with a bule, they're probably the number one right now. They're probably even, even stronger than myself or Damien. Wow. Um, um, what's, what's their like basis? Uh, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're just like best, well, we met here in Bali. Yeah. They're just like best friends. They just traveled around Indonesia together, making engaging, con like, really fun content. Just like, you know, it's like best friends traveling. Yeah. It's like not nothing's just like, nothing's polished. It's just amazing. It's just fun content. And that's what Indonesians love to see is like seeing Westerners come to their country, having fun, trying, experiencing their food, experiencing their culture. And they do an amazing job at it. It's a real way to travel though, isn't it? Like throw yourself in the deep end and just, I mean, get away from the, the big bright lights and exactly. see what else is out I there. I mean, there's a lot more to Indonesia than Finn's Beach Club. Oh, yeah. We've only been yeah. once. Yeah. And that's the time I met That's him. the time we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the first, After that, the first we time. never went yeah. to Finn's Beach Club. So I've been, here, I've been yeah. there probably one time as well. And <laughs> <laughs> there's more to it. Yeah. So we, much more. <laughs> so that started at Finn's Beach Club, your friendship. Yeah. 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 He's him giving me a cigarette. I hope my mom is not watching. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then after it, after he smoked the cigarette, he told me that uh, his mom bet him with a cricket bat the last time I, he smoked. I didn't, I didn't finish the cigarette. I, I took a one puff and I coughed at it and I just gave it back to him. Oh. So I've only met this guy and I'm sitting there, I'm looking around at the lights. I've only arrived maybe a week, two weeks. And then I hear him saying, oh, my, last time I smoked a cigarette, my mom bet me with a cricket bat. I was like, what? You know cricket bat, right? This fellow sounds good, yeah. I mean, that's I what you thought. Like, right, he, he's going to be my new best friend now. No, I, like, <laughs> I need to hear this story. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it recorded? Did you make a video for it? No, we don't even... At that point, we didn't even thought about starting anything. We mm. just like a random... I think after a week, we, we found the name. Like we, we wanted to have a group as a name to it. Mm -hmm. That's when we came up with the Scoopy Gang name. So that's what became the podcast name. It's like, a, let's start a podcast name, a podcast, right? Then we need a name. So I'm like, why not use the same group name? No, it's so, a, no, a really good name. Yeah. And um, so you're trying to build it. What, what, yeah, you asked me earlier, what is the, what is like my, my goals in yeah, yeah, my career? Yeah. What, are you, what are your goals personally with, with, with this podcast or this group? See, uh, in the beginning when we started, uh, we like we wanted to stay, share stories, things people doesn't talk about, and uh, now this became something else. It's like audience shows us to be become like this. 
uh, we always wanted to tell the normal normal people stories and like inter- uh, because everybody has a story you have and he has and i have um now it's going towards it's growing uh our goal is to grow anything else comes with it we're happy with it and um i at, at this point i want it to be grown bigger then we'll see what happens but yeah that's that's basically and that we don't want to try anything different because it's working for us right now absolutely yeah. But that's the very exciting part of it is like you don't actually know what's around the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, no I, when I started TikTok, no. I'd, when I started doing like TikTok videos about meeting spicy noodles, I had no idea what this would snowball into. Yeah. And that, that's the most honestly, that's the most exciting part is like not knowing what's going to happen. Now that I've got like a, you know, like a format and I know what some questions I'm going to ask and like I know what makes a good video, it's just like oh, okay, I know this is going to be a good video. Great. But before I had no idea would just do all of us would this not and I think you guys are in a you guys are in a great position right now where you know you're like start starting this out well you've been doing it a couple of months now but I mean you're getting good guests on and you're making good good entertaining content and you, you don't know where it's going to where it's going to lead it's just uh, that's the thing like people ask us like do, do you script it I'm like we like you know right now we're not scripting anything we just talk everything whatever comes by ear mm-hmm. I think uh, maybe in future we might need to script it because not like totally scripted like because if you people wants to know that like the more we grow the more people famous people we like do then you like you can't just go in there and ask a random question I feel like I don't know we'll we need have to sit and talk about it but yeah. yeah I mean for me I just like it that it's the free flowing yeah. it's kind of like sometimes people come in they're like oh can do you mind if I it's like Bro, if you want to have a coconut, have a coconut. It's like we're just coming in, having a bit of a laugh. We oui, oui. Irish have the crack, <laughs> and just figure out. It's just a general conversation. Yeah. But I suppose there's always going to be that side of it where, when you did start in the beginning, of course, people are like, "What are you doing? Like, this is never going to work. Like, just pack it in. It's crazy." So I'm like, well, worst case scenario, nothing works. So we see what happens. But I think, yeah, to to give some people maybe that for one, a smile. to a different view of like outside of say Changu what it's like and then what's case scenario if you fail you fail that's okay at least you tried it so well, that's what life's all about yeah i mean yeah but again a lot of that ties into the the energy that's over here whereas back home you mightn't have that like you know you can tell people what your plans are and they'll say oh, good for you go try it whereas back home it might be a bit more like No, it's not going to work. People d- doubt you. you know? I think they doubt you a lot more and there's certain conventions which is one of the biggest barriers which I've I've personally experienced. And there's also a lot of people don't under- understand like two years ago TikTok was wasn't even really it, it was it was it's huge here. It was quite big for young people in like England. But like you speak to like my family for example or my close friends and they're like, "Mate, just fucking you've been you've been in Bali, you've been having a great time." Go, go go back to England and you know <laughs> you're Get doing well in England yeah, yeah. and c- carry on working there. Yeah. And you know I was, I was so many times I was so close to going back and and doing that but what was the thing that kept you going? Yeah. But okay the number one thing which kept me going is because I failed YouTube. I I was doing YouTube back in 20 2010 and I had some really close friends who really succeeded in YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I used to just I remember being about being at uni and I was like fuck but I I could have been mini me I could have been traveling the world and And so I'm I'm just got to finish off this three year degree. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, if I ever do this YouTube thing again, when I get build enough, when I build up my confidence, then I'm just going to go all at it 100%. So, and and that that is it. I just keep comparing myself to how I was 12 years ago. I was like, knowing that I'm never going to make the same mistake. 
so that that just kept you like oh, i need to keep yeah, going yeah no that, that's it that's it and i i know this is this is like it's not not calling but it's like this is what i live for i love making videos i love entertaining people i love educating people and i just love being myself and there's no other job in the world that allows me to do that it's like i used to work in you know i used, i used to work in cor- a lot of corporate videos and i'd make a good entertaining video and then the kind of client would be like no we don't want it like that it does it goes against our values or it's like not not how we envisage it and i'm like who are you just like i'm trying to make get you views i'm trying to get you business and you're telling me what video works so yeah. we change a video a bit it gets 23 views when i make another video of like another youtuber and it gets like 50k views um so it's, you know that you know that freedom that flexibility yeah. and openness you have no shackles now you can do it yeah. the yeah. way you want to do it yeah yeah but that's a good question good question you asked actually yeah no i no i do i find that interesting because i mean everybody has moments in their life when they're going to doubt they have that self doubt but i always find it interesting to be like what was it that kept you on the path now yeah cuz it it is it is hard work i mean yeah. and you got you need something inside which keeps you going what what is it for you guys for example i mean we we like, do have that uh, certain times like how are we doing something right or not like but i think for us always it's been like something there i i cannot explain it like it's just there okay you need to keep doing it and people are loving it when you see comments like oh you guys are really doing good and like people say you need to do that you need to do this giving suggestions i'm like okay you guys love it we'd like to doing it because we never been like people like in front of the mics and I never even thought about oh we're going to be on the youtube or whatever and suddenly it all came up and we started doing it people are loving it i'm like we are enjoying it and why not keep doing it so that's that's i mean we're not at the stage like oh we're, we're, we need to think about what we're doing but right now we're really growing so yeah yeah i think when somebody smiles or when somebody tells you that oh i watch a video and it it made my day i'm not saying everybody on the streets is that because they don't but if there's one person and it could be at the very time where you're like and you start to listen to that the chatter in the background saying oh just give it up it's not going to work it's not going to do this if you constantly hear that you're going to believe that but then when you hear the other side of it it's like hey that was a good video it made me laugh it's fun or people like recognize you or hey show you a picture of tiktok it's kind of like okay right it is somebody somebody is enjoying it i yeah. think the it's other day um, on instagram they reposted our story, like a reel and saying i watched this uh, with not such story i watched this these guys only won't talk about like they talk about everything and they go on to good message and they go on to fun they go on to serious topics and i really love this podcast when i saw that i'm like i felt like we're doing something good to give it back to people and i mean we're not making anything but we're trying to do like he said like people makes people smile and maybe if we, we can give some message to them very glad to do it do you, do you think you guys are going to do anything outside of the studio at some point actually we're That's recording tomorrow, tomorrow in the morning oh, tomorrow, really? yeah. outside the studio yeah. what, what's the concept are you going to be like going out and no George, it's not like george is going to interview us we're going to be in in it, where you're like, sitting okay. it's not like vlogging it's like the same podcasting but outside the studio uh, george is going to interview both of us nice we're going to be the guests tomorrow the spot where <laughs> oh, we have no idea what he's going to ask the oh, pa- uh, the place where we usually drink coffee every yeah, morning yeah. every morning we're there it's called local i mean i hope we Wait, what's it called again local coffee local coffee right it's you know the parnan shortcut as soon as you get up you see a horse table said the horse 
stables. Oh, you have a horse stables, yeah? Yeah, yeah right across. Right, right there. It's like a little right, coffee right. truck. You sit outside the on the main road. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a revolver. Coffee. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. Really I've, good I've seen coffee. it. Yeah. Really good. So oh. we're there every morning. We drink coffee there and they're like our family and we enjoy there at least an hour. Perfect. So we're recording. That's the best partnership to have. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, we drive the whole way from Barawa. So anybody that doesn't like know it's what, maybe 10 minutes, 10 minute drive. Yeah. And the amount of coffee shops you drive past. But the main (laughs) reason is you're going there to have a laugh with the boys. There's there's three of the boys there. You sit down, you have a laugh, you chat. It's so many stories there. You meet so many different people there. Actually, I met one of the friends who has the same birthday as me there on on my birthday. Wow. On your birthday? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> we had to sneak off and then get a joint birthday cake yeah. and it's, he, yeah. he did all the cake buying and everything yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so interesting it's cool so what do you think about niche like do 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 does people really need to have a niche do i think people need to have a niche 100 percent. okay i in my in my opinion you you in this current landscape in in social media you need i think you actually need a, a niche inside a niche so my niche inside, so just because so many people have, there are so many niches right now, but you need to be that one person that makes such unique content. For example, my niche could have been food, mm. but there's a lot of people doing like food content in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So my niche of a niche is like Indonesian food. Um, and that just makes you stand out in that particular niche and then, and then really focus on that. And then that's when it can grow into other areas. So what happens when you get stuck? Like, let's say you have this niche, right? So how do you grow out of it? Like, you, you after one year, two years, you, you don't have new, unique topics to build on. So then how do you get out of it? In my, my for, for my stuff. Yeah. Like, so you no, know, like in, in your opinion, yeah. In my opinion, I mean, you just grow into different avenues or like with Indonesian food. I did a video back in the UK. I introduced Indonesian food to the UK. Yeah, yeah. And I was able to go to different events and meet the ambassadors and, you know, do various like that. But having food as like the main focal point, even though it was only showcased about two minutes in the 12 minute video. Or like I'm going to La Liga next week. I'm going to Spain next week and I'm introducing Indonesian food for players. But most really? of the, yeah, but most of the video is going to be about me going to like Madrid and sightseeing and, and exploring places. So it's like you're building on that niche of a niche into other areas in, in life. So you're going to Madrid to introduce Indonesian food? I'm going on the 3rd of February, yes. Wow. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to meet all the players and everything. I'm going to Valencia, um, Real Betis and Atletico Bilbao. And I'm going to going to free games, then going to the training sessions, introducing players to four of the players of each team. Um, and I'm also going to be going to yeah, some big events there. And yeah. well, Surely one of them will let you go out for a kickabout, no? Yeah, well, <laughs> I want to. I want to do like a crossbar challenge or something like that. Yeah, it's really cool. But again, I'm yeah merging football with with Indonesian food. That's like another way you can like grow out of your your niche. You're a big sports fan too. I'm gonna to guess. I used to be. A bit, I watch a lot of football now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Premier League. But I used to. I used to follow Chelsea everywhere. I I, I grew up being an Arsenal fan. Then I used to be a season ticket holder. Season ticket holder at Reading for like five years. Okay. And now my best friend is a Chelsea YouTuber, so I used to get to Chelsea games with him. So I like my football. So if I told you this was going to happen, you're going to be going to La Liga on the 3rd of February, <laughs> what, say, four years ago? Oh, you mate, probably yeah. would have... No, I, I probably would have believed it if it was because I used to work with YouTubers, but for my own content, mm-hmm. but for my own content, absolutely no way. No way. No way. Like, even if you told me I'd be a YouTuber in four years' time, I'd be like, uh, I don't know, I'd be, it's quite scary. Any downside to it? 
Yeah. Um, yes, you don't see your friends as often. Okay. Busy. Um, like I've one of my best friends from home. He just came to Bali and like I was living with him two years ago, just over two and a half years ago before I did TikTok and then we were out every night together, like having fun restaurants. And now I see him maybe once every once every week, which is quite sad. But that's the toll. Um, not being able to go back at home as often as I'd like because my, you know, because there's not much Indonesian food here. And also, you know, it becomes more of a business rather than a hobby. Okay. And I think that's probably the hardest pill to swallow. Is it because you're trying to pr produce more videos or? Um, it's just like, if I don't make videos and, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's I, I need to make content. Yeah. Otherwise the channel um, dies. Like you, you can lose a channel just as fast as you make it. Okay. Um, so. So when you say it changes slightly from a hobby to a business. Yeah. Does the enjoyment slightly go out of it a little bit? When you, when you start working with brands, yes, okay. it, it does. Because it's rather, rather than it being a video for yourself and how you want to make it become slightly for them. But then you've got to strike a balance. Because I've rejected a lot of brand deals. Okay. Um, so you've just got to find that balance. Thanks. And it's like, as soon as you get management involved as well, they want to get their cut and commission. Okay. It's like, you've got to take this deal. I'm like, I don't want to do this deal. And then it gets a bit, there's a bit of friction there. Uh, okay. So yeah. you've just got to have your, your values and your mission and your- And stick with it. Yeah, yeah, and, you, yeah. and just stick with it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, any crazy stories? Like- Any crazy have, stories of yeah. being in Bali yeah. or- Being in, I mean, traveling in Indonesia and um, with the food. <laughs> <laughs> um, so probably a couple of which I can't see on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them have a quick glance around. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did, I, did, I did say this is your chance to expose me, but uh, a couple of crazy stories. My craziest story. Sorry, let me just think about it for a second. Um, <laughs> like it. <laughs> put him under pressure. Yeah. Not, I don't know how deep I can go because it's like you can go any deep, uh, yeah, as deep <laughs> as you can. <laughs> he caught me with this one too, <laughs> and I didn't do the sensible thing like you're doing and think. I was just <laughs> and I blurted it out. Um, I can't. I can't even say that because I can't. <laughs> I can't cause it's, during COVID, it's like for audience, huh? people who like you. Huh? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know. The thing is, this is, I know if I like say some things, it's going to be like clipped out and put onto TikTok. And yeah, YouTube. for sure. Huh? And then it's like Lawrence Benson says this. This has happened during COVID. He's he's deported. And <laughs> oh shit! Oh, there we go. He said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. But um, pardon? You definitely got up to some. Some shit when you were in uni. Oh, right. oh, not yeah. talking about Bali. Well, I mean, just anywhere. I, yeah. I, I, I see. I see Bali a bit like uni. It's like you go to a new place, you're experiencing, like you meet new people. You like, kind of like not finding yourself, but you can paint a certain picture of yourself. And it's like what happens at uni, and you know, you 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 meet people from different people around England, but also around the world here in Bali. And I think it's I think it's amazing. Um, but I'm trying, still trying to think of this crazy story, which you guys are just anticipating. <laughs> um, I think it's just the craziest story is like me making videos about Indonesian food. And now I'm, I'm the spicy food guy. Like I went back to the UK and everyone's just calling me, this, just looking at me like, how on earth have I done this? Like gotten like several million followers on. on That's on your known as the spicy guy. Uh, they call me 
Yes, Spicy King. Spicy King. Okay. Yeah, Spicy King. It's like I go back because I just, I just went home for a couple of months. And everyone's like, how, "How on earth have you done this?" <laughs> it's like Bali's meant Bali's meant to be a place where you just go out, go out partying, have Chill fun. On the beach. And then there's you who has built like a career from their holiday. Well, fair play, man. So I so if you ask for a crazy story, that's probably as as crazy as it gets. I mean, one I'm definitely going to tell my grandkids. I've had some crazy stories with spiders. I mean, spider. Oh, yeah, very scared, of, very scared of spiders mm. here in Bali. Yeah. My first, one of my, my second viral video was actually when I saw a massive spider in my bathroom. <clears throat> I've still got a clip of it on my TikTok, actually. And the con so I, I could not enter my bedroom because I was, I was that scared of it. Locked myself out, basically slept in the living room. And then I made a TikTok video about how I flew back to the UK because I was so scared of spiders. <laughs> that, that kind of went viral on, on TikTok. You should have got like one of your little runescape swords. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if my brother's watching, he's going to be like, you fucking idiot, you actually said that. <laughs> I must tell him now when, uh, when I'm talking to him. I must tell him, I'll be like, I had a, a level 99 runescaper. Mate, he, he'll understand when I say this, but my account was, it was called a pure. So my okay. account was like really low level, mm -hmm. but it was like, and I would wear like for the most simplest clothes. They're like awful clothes. But when I go into the wilderness where you, you'd fight people, yeah. everyone's like, oh, I'll take this guy on and I would kill everyone. That's, that's, that's when I started making YouTube videos. So when I, when I, when I was talking about having a niche, my niche was that my, my account was so low level, but my magic or like the really attackive stats were so high up. It's like everyone would doubt how powerful my account is. It was like I was, like, it was like I was a ninja in the game. Uh, when I'd kill them and I'd make videos from it, montage videos and comment, live commentaries. And yeah, and, and I think that the concept of having this really strong niche <clears throat> has just, you know, been with me since my RuneScape days. And I actually owe a lot of my <clears throat> like personality and career because of, of RuneScape. Awesome. I'm sure your brother's going to be thrilled oh, to know that. he's going to be delighted. <laughs> Keep man. playing RuneScape. He is going to be delighted. He's 32. <coughs> Pardon? He's 32. He's 32 years yeah. old. He still plays. Still loves it. Fair play to him. Still loves it. I mean, I'm yeah. probably going to be 70 and, and get back into it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was all the shit at it. I never had the, like, I would get too bored and I'd leave. Oh, man, it was such a great game. I don't think I ever won a battle in the wilderness. <laughs> I got killed every single time. I probably killed you at some point. Oh, probably. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank uh, you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Boys and girls, that's it for this week. Thank you very much on behalf of myself and TJ and everybody Scooby Gang for taking time out of your day. Lawrence, we would like to thank you for taking time out of your day. Thank you so much. It's thank been you. fantastic. Thank you. Until next week, guys, like, subscribe, and whatever it, the cool kids do. See you guys. Bye-bye. Booyakashi. -bye.